Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Housing and banking, the jewelry store down on the corner. The financial crisis hit them all. So today on the program, the legacy of Lehman Brothers five years on. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Let Marketplace be your guide to the modern world. Subscribe to the Marketplace Tech Report podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here on this Thursday, everybody. It's the 12th of September, and this is the Marketplace podcast for said date. And there is a corny and quite lame joke to be made here about setting up our lead story in 140 characters or less, but I am not going to do that. I'm just going to read you the first part of a tweet from Twitter this afternoon. That would be Twitter, the company. Quote, we have confidentially submitted an S1 to the SEC for a planned IPO. So, that. Queena Kim covers technology for us. Hey, Queena. Hey. So this is a big deal. Why now with Twitter? We've been waiting for this forever. Well, I think part of the reason is that, you know, they've gotten about over a billion dollars of investor money. And at some point, those investors want their money back, right? So Mm -hmm. there's that. And then there's a tipping point where I think uh, if you raise enough money that you're going to have to start making a lot of things public anyways. So if you're going to have to do that, then you might as well just go public and try to make more money. Well, let me ask you then uh, about that whole uh, disclosing things and opening the books and making money. I'm going to quote from their tweet in which they announced this thing today. They said, we have confidentially submitted an S-1 to the SEC for a planned IPO. That word confidentially, what does that mean and what are they doing? Well, there's this thing called the Jobs Act, and that's allowing companies to go public by only releasing a certain amount of information. Yeah, this, was, this was this was the president's thing from, from earlier this year, right? Or it went into effect earlier this year. Yes, exactly. And this sort of gives them a little time, like three or four months or however long it might take them to file this IPO to maybe not give over so much information about what's happening. And as you know, like three to six months in uh, Internet life, you know, is a lot more, it's almost like dog it's a lot of time that they can start putting more of the pieces together, maybe trying to ramp up uh, their their numbers a little bit more. It just buys them more time. Okay. Uh, Finally, when you go public, the the supposition is you are going to make money. You're going to be able to generate profits and dividends for your investors. How then is Twitter going to do that uh, in this medium that, you know, doesn't really give itself the splashy advertising? Well, they've actually been doing all right with the advertising. Um, I think their uh, their revenue is supposed to double to about five hundred and eighty three million this hmm. year. So you know, it's not like um, huge amounts of money, but it seems like they are making more and more money. I think they wanted to hit a billion dollar mark. A lot of their money is coming from what the second screen advertising is. What their second screen advertising is what they're calling it. So what that means is, you know, as we were watching the football game, people are talking about it on Twitter. If you're watching the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. people are talking about it on Twitter. And that stuff is doing really well for Twitter because it's what they're calling real-time conversation. You can sort of feel like you're talking to people as you're watching this stuff if you don't have anybody to talk with, you know, in your living room. In your living room, yeah. So, so I guess I'm the only guy who, who ignores all those promoted tweets, right? during the elections, I have to say, and it was really fun to see what everybody was talking about. And I think they're gaming on people like me doing this for more and more events. All right. Queena Kim, she covers technology for us. Queena, thanks a bunch. Thank you. On a Wall Street that is Twitterless for not too terribly much longer, I dare say. A lot of bouncing around in the markets. We'll have the details when we do the numbers.
One of the lessons of the past five years, maybe the lesson, really, of the days since the demise of Lehman Brothers, is that the financial crisis wasn't just about Wall Street. It was about the whole economy, almost every slice of it. So that's what we're going to do today, the legacy of Lehman Brothers bit by bit. My name is uh, Jack Tobias. I am the manager at uh, Martinique Jewelers. Uh, we've been in business in this location for about 11 years. Uh, we are right across the street from Lehman Brothers, now called Barclays. The day that they declared bankruptcy and all hell went loose, we remember seeing a bunch of people just coming out with boxes. They had a